Hello, happy people. You are listening to Aerial Chats on the Mat, a podcast by Carly Page from Happy Studio. Join me as we share all things aerial arts. Whether it's a hobby, an addiction, or a career, we've got you covered. These are those conversations that happen when you get out of the air and down on the mat. We will delve into your challenges, training, performing, tips, and tricks. So pull up a mat, settle into a stretch, and let's get chatting. Hello, happy people. Welcome to episode two of Aerial Chats on the Mat. Today, we are going to delve into the topic of does size matter? Will your body shape and size affect your capabilities of doing aerial? So I often find that when I'm first getting a phone call from somebody that is interested in trying aerial um, or coming along to a first class, these are some of the questions that they'll ask me. Am I too big to do aerial? How will I be able to do those moves with this body? Is it going to hurt me to do aerial? Just to name a few. So question number one, am I too big to do aerial? Probably not. There's a common saying that goes around aerial studios is that our equipment is designed to be able to hold the weight of a car, which is one and a half to two and a half tonnes. So... With a safety factor of around 10 in there, that means that most equipment is designed to hold 150 kilos person. We look at equipment that is has ratings stamped on the side of them to indicate what loads they can take. Those stamps that we look for are, you know, anywhere from a 15 kilonewton to 25 kilonewton, 15 kn to 25 kn. Some things come in higher, but that's kind of the range that you look at. So can, for an example, a hundred kilo person step on to an aerial hoop? Will it break? No, it won't. It is rated for much, much heavier loads. The forces that we do things like when we climb, when we spin, when we drop, when we swing, they all create higher forces. So we're always looking at things that are more than our body weight. So we always have that bigger factor in there for making sure there is space to work within. But if you are attending a studio that buys quality equipment rated for human use from a quality supplier, then the equipment will be safe for you to do aerial. So next question, will I actually be able to lift myself up? Let's be real. No matter what your size is, most beginners cannot lift themselves up. Whether you are a bigger set with more weight to lift or whether you are, you know, slimmer with no muscle tone, both of those factors make it hard to lift yourself up. So one of the appealing things about aerial is that it is a challenge every day. It's one of the enticing things about it. You need to start where you are. So we start from the ground and we work our way up as your strength and capabilities increase. You will get stronger. Okay, it's it's true. Just by doing this stuff, you will get stronger. But there's no magic formula for when you'll get stronger. You have to just keep showing up and the results will come. 
You may have more weight to lift or it might take you longer to tone your muscles, but there are plenty of fun things that you can do along the way. We can step up onto knots on silks that are only, you know, one tiny step off the ground. We can bring the hoops down to a position where you can sit on it, just like you would sit on a chair and be able to make shapes from there. There are ways of being able to work with where you are at so that then you can continue to try new things, build up your strength and get stronger. Will I be able to do those moves with this body that I have? It's very true that there are a bunch of moves that are tricky to do when you have boobs, when you have a booty, when you have bellies, when you have thighs. They can be tricky. Sometimes they are achievable, just not straight away, and sometimes they may not be achievable. But there's always different ways of doing things. If a particular move does not work for your body shape, then it's about finding what will work. That may mean a different entry into the move. It may mean a different way out of the move to get out, to, to exit down from a move. And it may just be a different option that works with where your strength is at, where your body fits onto the apparatus and how your body moves so you just really need to find an instructor who can work with you sometimes we get into that thing where we see somebody else do a trick and say my body proportions will not let me do that move and I think there are times when that is true but it doesn't have to be a discluding factor Let's take, for example, um, that you, if we look at an aerial hoop, for instance, and the move of tucking underneath a bar. So often this is taught as the first entry to get onto a hoop. And depending on your body shape or depending on your body strength, this can be quite a difficult move. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do aerial hoop because of your body shape or your body strength. What it means is looking for a pathway of how can I achieve this now with the body that I have. Okay, so there are different ways onto the hoop. We might lower the hoop. We might stand at the side and hook a single knee on instead and do a side entry, which then allows us to position ourselves in a way that we can then sit up onto the hoop. There are many options and many pathways into and out of positions. And so it's about working with your body. It may be something unique to you. You may end up with seeing a unique pathway that works. Just because no one else has done that before doesn't mean it's not a thing that's achievable. It's If you find it doable, it's doable. Okay. Body proportions is something that we need to consider throughout the your entire aerial journey. So lots of tricks and poses rely on knowing where your center of gravity is and being able to find that as you move. So if you are somebody that has short arms, that can make a difference. If you are somebody with a longer torso, that can make a difference to your center of gravity. If you are somebody with 
long legs, that can make a difference to your center of gravity. If you are somebody with shorter legs, that can make a difference to your center of gravity. If you are somebody that has more weight in your booty, that can make a difference to your center of gravity. Sometimes the difference that it makes is it helps. Sometimes it helps you to be more centered. Sometimes it makes it harder. Every move is different. We have to find our balance in the way that we can do the tricks. And that's part of the journey is finding the way and then achieving it and accomplishing it. It's about practicing. It's about attempting. It's about making adjustments along the way and being aware of how things work for your body. This kind of makes me think about other things like where the, where the size does matter. Okay, so we talked about how entries up onto the hoop is a, is a common thing where body proportions, you know, can have an impact. Other things that can have an impact. If you're doing aerial silks and aerial hammock and you're doing drops, then you need to consider that you may need to go higher for the drops that you do because the wraps that you will require to do drops have to span the girth of your hips. So they have to be able to wrap all the way around your body. So if you have somebody that has a waist circumference of 80 centimeters, then you're going to require 80 centimeters of length of fabric, at least to do one rotation. If you are somebody that has a waist circumference of 150 centimeters, then you're going to require 150 centimeters of fabric in height to be able to do the exact same drop as the previous person. So it's always about what's right for you. You will need to consider that you'll need to do an extra climb or two to get that amount of height to be able to have enough silks to do your rotations and land without hitting a crash mat. If you're working on aerial hoop, then you need to choose a hoop size that's going to suit your body. If you are shorter, then a smaller hoop will allow you to keep contact with the hoop when you're doing certain moves like a gazelle or a star back balance or a shoulder stand. You need to have a hoop that's going to fit your body proportions. Otherwise, it just is harder. Okay. Sometimes flexibility will have an impact on whether you want to work on a smaller hoop or a larger hoop. So if you've got tighter hips and you don't have much flexibility of, say, lifting your knee towards your armpit, then if you work on a smaller hoop, you don't have to lift your knee as high. And that may allow you to achieve some shapes earlier in your aerial journey. And then as your flexibility improves, you may be able to do the same shape on a bigger hoop because you end up with more range of motion in your hips. I think, as always, I'm going to be an advocate for working with where your body is at and using the equipment that suits your body. Another thing to consider is like, you know, getting upside down that depending on, you know, leg length can have an impact. The longer your limbs are means that they will be they can be a heavier lever as you're tipping down to the ground or trying to lift upside down. So they make it harder to lift. So working with bent knees can allow you a way to build up that strength, to allow you a pathway to get upside down or to lower down to the ground safely. And then as you continue to do those movements and build your strength, you will be able to start to straighten your legs and work that longer lever because your muscles will be adapting to work with your body. Another question that comes up, is it going to hurt my body to do aerial? Well, honestly, 
this can be true for everybody. We are doing a movement practice that uses equipment that puts pressure onto our bodies or we apply our bodies to create pressure against the equipment, which means that things like feeling the fabric pinch around our waist or feeling the pressure of uh, a hoop or trapeze bar against your legs and thighs can be something that shows up as pain in your body. And we all have different pain thresholds. When you first start out, we're doing a lot of new things and that can be a lot of new pressure points. But your pain threshold can change. As you repeat moves and in small doses, there's a phenomenon. I think I'm going to call it a phenomenon that um, I learn about. So with repetition of moves in small doses, you may notice that things no longer hurt or feel you'll feel less pain. I learn about the naming of this phenomenon from uh, Jen Crane, who you can find uh, under at Cirque underscore physio on Instagrams. Uh, This is um, called peripheral desensitization. That what happens is, is that when our body feels pressure in a new place, it's our body perceives it as a threat. Our pain receptors fire up and say, "Uh uh-uh, this isn't good. And it sends off signals up to our central nervous system and our central nervous system will respond with uh, things to help alleviate pain, which is, you know, sending down things for inflammation and bruising our natural body's responses. But what happens is that as we go through this repetition of applying pressure in the same spots in small doses, our conscious brain can take over and let the central nervous system know that, no, no, this isn't a threat. I actually want this. I want to feel this pressure. So stop sending the pain responses. And that's going to happen over time. Sometimes that can happen quite quickly within a few weeks and some places where we feel pressure, that's going to take a bit longer, but it can happen. So yes, aerial can hurt and it may mean you need to take things slowly when you first start out, but it's not going to stop you from doing aerial. So let's just do a recap on what we've managed to talk about today. Today, we've talked about the fact that you're not going to be too big to do aerial. The equipment is safe to hold you. Your body is capable of doing moves that you didn't think it was able to, but you have to start with where you are and work to your body's shape and size and strength. It may hurt when you first begin, but it will get better. And finally, no one is the perfect size. There is no such thing thing as the perfect size okay but you are perfect just the way that you are and if aerial is something that you are keen to do that you are feeling called to do then you need to find a studio an instructor a place that supports your needs and your aerial journey so if you have any questions or comments i'd love to hear about it over at at happy studio feel free to send me a dm and until our next episode stay happy If you love this episode, then please head over and subscribe. We will have new episodes for you every fortnight and you will not want to miss out on any of this aerial goodness. You can find all of the details for today's episode at www.happy.com.au slash podcast. And now is the time for you to share this podcast with all of your aerial buddies before you forget. So jump on over to Instagram, tag at happy studio and remember that's happy with one P. 
so that you can all have something to chat about next time you're on the Matted Aerial. Until then, stay happy.